Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. However you're listening right now, go ahead, take a second, and click on that subscribe button. Also, uh, if you want to watch me on YouTube, go ahead and do that. Just search DeHuff Uncensored. And however you're listening or watching, if you could, go ahead and share it with your friends. And uh, i got a lot to talk about today, but I want to catch you up. It's been super freaking icy around here in the Colorado area the past two days. And I was out. I dropped the kids off. They were on a two-hour delay for school because it was so fucking icy. But I'm putting away my, my garbage cans this morning, and I literally did the splits. And I thought I was going to tear my not only my jeans, but I thought I was going to tear just like everything inside me. It was not fun. Not fun, but kind of funny. <laughs> kind of funny. I started laughing immediately. And then, uh, you know, quickly got the garbage cans where they needed to be. But it reminded me of when I was in middle school back in the day at Broomfield Heights Middle School. And it was super, super icy. And I remember my stepdad had to drop my brother, I think my brother, at least me off. And when he parked in front of the school... He stopped, and all of a sudden, the car just kept moving and starts going sideways. And I remember looking at, at the other vehicles around the area, and they were all doing the same thing. And then my stepdad's like, okay, you're just not going to school because I just got to get out of this ice. And he grew up in Alaska, so he knows how to drive on slick conditions. So he calmly got out of there and didn't run into people. Other people were running into one another, but he was you know, maneuvering and driving very well. But it just reminded me of that. I was like, holy shit. Because yesterday when I dropped the kids off at school, it was so icy. Like I'm fishtailing in my Honda Accord, <laughs> which the kids loved. My God. They're like, do it again, daddy. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Do it again, daddy. I love you, daddy. Being out of control, daddy. Nope, nope, not going to do it. Apparently my, my son is that kid from like one of the Shrek movies where he's like, I love you, Daddy. Give me the roar. All right. A, a lot to... Now, moving along... By the way, if all of a sudden I have to stop because the doorbell rings, it's because the FedEx guy is running behind today, and I have to sign for a package for some medicine. And they were supposed to be here by noon, and it's well past noon as I record this. So I don't know when the fuck they're going to show up, but it pisses me off. But I have to be here to sign for it. Otherwise, we don't get it. Drives me nuts. I waited to go to the bathroom as long as possible this morning. It seems like every time that I, I do that and I'm waiting for the package, as soon as I get in there and start to go, there I hear the doorbell ring. So I didn't want that to happen, but I finally did it. And he still hasn't shown up. Classic. Classic. No, they're usually pretty good, but I'm guessing with all the ice around here that they're kind of behind a, a little bit. Okay, speaking of weird stories, this one, I don't know how many times we have to do a story that's similar to this, but here we go again. A man, I, I don't know where this happened, but they say it's an American man may never be able to use his penis again after accidentally sprained expanding foam up his urethra. And it was all because he was he couldn't get an erection. So his partner uh, was like, hey, I have an idea. Let's Because apparently this guy had been sticking random things in his urethra. 
so he could stay erect in some capacity. Okay. And then, so they're like, let's get the, the spray foam and stick the tube thing down there. Hey, that's a great idea. What could go wrong? But apparently, they left it attached to the canister. So that tells me that the accident part is bullshit. But anyway, so they stick the tube down there, and the partner accidentally sprays the foam in there. Accidentally. The guy had been struggling with impotence and had been inserting random objects in his urethra to stay erect. Apparently, this is a common thing, which is disgusting. The man waited three weeks to seek medical attention. Three weeks. I, I was, I'm glad I went through that again. I thought it was three days. Uh, three days would be a long time. But three fucking weeks with foam in your, in your urethra? Are you serious? So three weeks. Finally goes in there. They're like, holy shit, this is all hardened, and it's like attached to everything inside there. So they, they surgically pull some out. They go down the urethra and pull a bunch out as well. But there's still some in there that they just can't remove as of right now. So he can't pee now. They had to cut a hole in between where his scrotum is and his anus. So that's where he has to pee now. All because he couldn't get an erection and he's just like, let's just shove a tube from the foam thing. And why they didn't remove the, the tube is beyond me. Move the tube, then shove it in there. If you're going to do it, do it right. Think about it. Take a second, step back and be like, what's the w best way to shove something down my urethra? Hmm. I know. If we're going to use a spray foam can, let's use the tube. Let's detach the tube first. No, dummies were like, let's keep the can attached. That makes sense. I'm guessing they were like, what if we just, you know, spray it in there? <laughs> I mean, then I'll be rock hard all the time. Nope, 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 nope. Can't believe he waited three weeks. And they said it's, it, it is kind of rare for people to get stuck, things stuck in there. But they, they've seen, and we've talked about this before, uh, cotton-tipped swabs, batteries, nails, oh, God, and cables have been reported to be jammed up people's urethras. Sorry, guys. It's just not worth it. I don't know how many times I need to tell you this. Stop sticking things in your anus and stop sticking things up your urethra, okay? It just ends poorly. Wow, stop shoving things in your pee hole. Man, one of those conversations that you just, as a parent, you have weird conversations with, with your children all the time. Like, don't do this, don't do that. I shouldn't have to say this to grown-ass adults. A kid, yeah. Be like, dude, don't, don't you dare. <laughs> don't stick that there. Okay? I don't need to get into those conversations because my kids would be pissed. But there are some stories. I'm sure you have them too. If you guys want to send them in to me and then I'll just relay them anonymously of things that you've had to tell your kids that you wish you wouldn't have had to tell your kids, please do so. To HuffUncensored at gmail.com. I'm sure you got plenty. Or maybe your parents said it to you. That's fine. 
Hey, speaking of penises, that's a weird transition that I never thought I would uh, uh, actually do. So this guy had COVID, and then three weeks later, he's trying to have sex with his wife. Then all of a sudden, his penis just starts hurting like horribly bad. He goes to the doctor immediately, I might add. They find out he had a blood clot down there, and they say it was caused by COVID. And the reason why they believe that is, is apparently blood clots are fairly common with people that contract COVID. But as far as the, the blood clot down in his penis, that's a rare, rare side effect. But be ready because this is going to start, you know, making its way through uh, news, <laughs> news sources. And they're gonna, it's going to be one of those things where it, you're going to see a lot of it. Like, whoa, COVID strikes again. Apparently, you can get, uh, you know, blood clots in your dick. Now, another story. There's this one's funny. This is my <laughs> this one is hilarious to me. But bear with me real quick. Uh, and this will be my last penis uh, story. I swear to god, it, it's going to be my last penis story. Some of you are like, "Please, no, give me more." Okay, hold on. I'll give you this one, but that's it, okay? All right. There's also a guy who claimed after getting COVID, he lost an inch and a half of length on his penis an inch and a half it's funny because the guy's like oh i used to be above average now i'm below average like okay right isn't that the perfect story hmm? oh yeah i i it used to be bigger but i got covid i got covid dick okay what a bullshit excuse. Now, I'm sure it's legit. In fact, uh, a lot of doctors are saying that it, it's, it's not far-fetched because a lot of people that experience uh, or have COVID, they experience vascular damage, especially in, in men. And Dr. Ashley Winter, a urologist in Oregon, insisted that COVID dick is real. That's a real quote from her. COVID dick is a real thing, actually. That's her quote. That's a real quote from a doctor. COVID dick is a real thing. You're welcome. Okay. All right. First of all, that's I, I call that guy's just being kind of a jerk. He's, I used to be above average, but goddamn COVID. Right, right. Okay. It's a great excuse. I swear to God, it, was, it used to be huge, but now not so much. If you didn't want to wear a mask before hearing this, did those stories sway you to wear one? Because it, like, to me, I'd be like, "Fuck." Uh, okay, yeah, I'm wearing. I, listen, I wear a mask. I don't care. It, it's. I've told you this before. I don't care. There's no harm in me wearing one. There's more harm. Apparently, a lot more harm than I originally thought to not wearing one. I don't want to get COVID, dick. Okay, okay. God damn it, man. I have very little to work with as it is. Don't need any COVID just chopping it in half. Wait, half? Oh, my God. All right. <laughs> so stupid. Dark forest theory. We're going to get into that insane theory here in a second. But everybody knows Total Beverage in Westminster and Thornton are amazing. They are. And everybody knows Total Beverage has an incredible selection of beer, wine, and spirits. But did you know they deliver? They do. 
Did you know they have curbside pickup available as well? Oh, yeah, they do. And did you know they do online wine education classes? They do. All right. And did you do, uh, all right, I, I was going to repeat the same line again, but I'm not. Okay. But stop by on 104th and Thornton or on Sheridan in Westminster and see for yourself. They, it's just an amazing place. I do love Total Beverage. And uh, you can always find weekly deals and events, drink recipes online at TotalBev.com. Again, that's TotalBev.com. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. This is Chris Fusley, owner of the Blake Street Tavern. Want to book a party during football season? There are 18,000 reasons to pick the Blake Street Tavern. That's how many square feet we have on the corner of Park and Blake. 18,000 square feet, three bars, and a beer garden with a 6 by 10 foot TV. In our food and underground social games room were voted the best in town by Westward Magazine. If only the men of Orange's quarterbacks checked that many boxes. It's the Blake Street Tavern, where Denver watches sports. This is a fascinating theory. And there's actually a book written about it. And I'm going to butcher the guy's name. But the name of the book is Dark Forest Theory. Shashin Lu wrote this book. And here's an excerpt from the book. The universe is a dark forest. Every civilization is an armed hunter stalking through the trees like a ghost, gently pushing aside branches that block the path and trying to tread without sound. Even breathing is done with care. The hunter has to be careful because everywhere in the forest are stealthy hunters just like him. If he finds another life, another hunter, angel, or a demon, a delicate infant to tottering old man, a fairy or demigod, there's only one thing he can do open fire, and eliminate them. So many of us desperately want to discover and interact with beings from another planet, not thinking of the possible consequences. This makes sense. It's really trippy to think about. We're so desperate to find all these extraterrestrial life. We're like, oh, it'd be great. It'd be great. So nice. Oh, they probably think we're idiots. Oh, they probably do. Guess what? There's a really good chance that it, the interaction between them and us isn't going to be good. It's not. That's the hard pill to swallow. Okay? Look at us human beings. We're constantly at war somewhere on this planet. There's people who murder they even have fucking shows about it. Dateline NBC, you know, the white-haired guy going, it was a typical day on this planet. Or was it? Us Earthlings were completely unaware that Todd and Terry from the Arquillian galaxy had been watching us. Oh, and they didn't like what they saw. Especially from you. Yeah, you are weird. Do a lot of weird things. And all of those weird things have begun to pile up. Next thing you know, Todd and Terry had a plan. A plan to murder. A plan to murder Earth. Boom. Boom. Yeah, it's... You really look at that. Think about that. If you're a hunter, 
you're constant. It's you're either the hunter or you're being hunted. Whatever you're hunting, whether it's uh, pheasant or elk or deer or whatever, do you not think that if if deer and elk and pheasant had the ability to take down a human with ease, roles wouldn't be reversed? If they're fearing for themselves, so they're gonna get the humans. You start looking at life forms, and it at the end of the day, it's about survival. So you think that if there's aliens out there. What is their logical reaction if they encounter other beings? It's to defend themselves. Most likely, it's not going to be a friendly encounter. And the reason why we haven't officially encountered them and and interacted with them is because they're quietly walking through the forest, trying not to be seen. They're evaluating the situation figuring out what their next move is because there's other hunters out there. Oh my God. It, it just, it makes total sense why we haven't interacted with alien life forms because when we do interact with them, there's most likely going to be a, con- a conflict. And here's the thing. Let's say aliens come down and they have an encounter with the United States. It might go well. Let's just say it goes well, no matter what. Okay, we welcome them with open arms. Who's to say that somebody, one, within the United States, doesn't freak out? The South. Come on. If anybody's going to fuck it up, it's going to be somebody from the South. Or Texas. I know there's a lot of you that listen in Texas. Come on, you know. When you trigger... (laughs) One of you trigger happy motherfuckers. It's okay, we're packing. There's a lot of people that carry everywhere. I'm just fucking with you, Texas. But you know, somebody's going to get trigger happy and be like, fuck, man. Because you're going to go into the mode of hunter. You're going to go into the mode of, this this isn't all, you know, rainbows and butterflies type of shit. We got, you, you would have to have that stance of we still need to protect ourselves so any slight move and then shit could go wrong despite the the initial encounter of okay let's try to do this peacefully shit can go sideways super fast in that situation and then let's just say somehow some way they interact with us here in the united states and it goes perfectly well Who's to say that somebody from another country doesn't come over here and fuck it up or fuck it up in some fashion? It's not going to be good. As neat as it would be to learn from other beings out there, it most likely would end very poorly. It would. Convince me otherwise. I don't I I, I look at the dark forest theory. And I, I see more logic in it than, than not. And it does make sense that the reason why we haven't encountered officially any sort of alien being is because they're being careful. They're treading lightly. They're stalking their prey, right? Hmm. 
we're all going to die. <laughs> so it's one of those things. We, we so desperately want it, but are we really thinking about the, the potential consequences? The good thing is, is like, I, I was just joking about it. Like, you know, Texas, you know, they're arming themselves. But like, you know, if, if shit goes sideways, I know there's, there's a couple people I know where I'm going if, if shit goes sideways because they got weapons. I'm going there. I don't know what kind of weapons aliens have, but that's what I'm going to do. Because that's just a weird thing to think about. To really sit there and go, okay, have you guys seen Don't Look Up? And if you haven't, it's a good movie. It's on Netflix with Leonardo DiCaprio. It's kind of an interesting movie. But I'm not really going to give anything away because I believe in the synopsis of the movie that they describe this. But basically, there's a big comet or asteroid headed towards Earth. And no matter what, it's going to destroy Earth. And, and it's funny because how we react to things, we, we think we would re react one way, but we might actually react a different way. So he, he tells you know the world, essentially, that this is happening, and, and nobody really takes it seriously. Nobody takes it seriously until... They fucking see it coming. Then it's like, oh, shit. Everybody start looting. <laughs> Which doesn't make sense to loot. And what would you do in that situation? Go home. Be with your family, your loved ones. And just wait. Wait for it to happen. But just kind of just do your thing. And then... As far as like if all of a sudden aliens are, you know, here, you kind of want to just go about your business and kind of just hold your breath and be like, this, this is all of a sudden we're just going to get nuked. I don't know. Ah, oh, God. It's just one of those things your mind can just wander on this and be like, what would happen? You want to have faith in humanity and you want to have faith in, in the extraterrestrial beings that could be coming down here, you know, possibly in interacting with us. You would hope that it would all go peacefully and there wouldn't be any problems. And if there were problems, guess what? We'd take care of it. We don't know what kind of technology they potentially could have. We don't know how our technology matches up with their technology. We don't. We don't know if they even exist. It's just a, a fascinating thing to think about. But I do know that Todd and Terry from the Arquillian Galaxy, they're going to fuck shit up, okay? So you better watch out for those fuckers. Because they're fucked up. They are fucked up. All right, we're going to wrap up with this. Uh, I, I was talking to a listener named Asher, and he was, he was asking me about some of the, the longtime voices that I used to do on 104.3 The Fan. And it's funny because I, it made me start thinking. I'm like, I don't remember all the voices I used to do. And he was asking, he's like, where's that rich Russian billionaire, one of the bits that you used to do? And I'll tell you, I'll, I'll kind of go through some of these. Rich Russian billionaire was a funny one because Mikhail Prokhorov used to be the owner of the New Jersey Nets, then Brooklyn Nets. And... At one time, he was really <clears throat> making a push to get Carmelo Anthony when he was with the Denver Nuggets. And 
we made a joke on the station that he was accidentally calling me and leaving me voicemails trying to get the mellow, as in Carmelo. So I would do bits like, Hello, this is Rich Russian billionaire who owns Jersey Names. I am looking to acquire the mellow. If you do not give me the mellow, I will break your legs. I'm just kidding. I had you. I was like, I will break your legs. And you're like, oh no. <laughs> I totally got you. Anyway, hey, give me a call. Let's, let's get the mellow here. All right. Goodbye. I used to do that. I had to stop doing that bit because I had uh, uh, some actual Russians that were very insulted with my, my quote unquote impression of uh, the Russian accent. Obviously, it's not a good Russian accent. Come on. Have you ever heard my Irish one? And I'm like, well, top of the morning to you. I sound like I'm looking for me lucky charms. I don't hear any uh, Irish people coming after me. No, they got a good sense of humor. Plus, they're drunk, so they forget about it very quickly. <laughs> uh, it's funny. But yeah, so there you go, Asher. He wanted to hear Rich Russian Billionaire. But it was funny because I started going through. I was like, God, I used to do a lot of random voices. There was also Casey Kasem to Huff. And I used to, on when it was Mike Evans and Scott Hastings, we'd do all requests Tuesdays where people would put in, send me an email with a funny request. And then I would write it for a request for a, uh, like a rejoin song. And, and I would always be like, and the letter reads, Dear Casey, I'm a long-time listener, but my heart breaks today because I stuck expanding foam down my penis. <laughs> you know, like and just like goof around. Then it end always, keep your feet on the ground and keep reaching for the stars. Something stupid like that. Then there was like Frenchie to Huff. I used to do French open updates. But I'd be like, hello, this is our French open update. Mike Evans used to like giggle like a schoolgirl every time I'd say "oop dead," uh, Mama the Huff or Mama Evans, depending on what bit we were doing. We'd be like, "Hi, honey, how are you? Look at you! You're growing up so fast, Michael. Quit eating that! Oh my God, he is always eating. No wonder he has sausage fingers. Michael, quit! You have a gland problem. That's not helping. Anyway." used to do that then there's scientists to huff and if, if if my calculations are correct uh we are in the dark forest theory ah, we're ready to be hunted there's aussie to huff this one i kind of fuck up a lot i don't know why i kind of go towards like a like a new zealand type accent but i gotta be honest guys i don't know the fucking difference then there's there's connery to huff Let's be honest, Connery's just here to bang your mother. That's all. Because I love to bang. Then there's Cowboy to Huff. Holy shit! If you look at yourself in the mirror and you go, My God! Am I all balls in these chains? And you look and go, Hell yeah, I am! <laughs> Something stupid like that. That's one thing I do miss is the spontaneous interaction with with. Well, now it would have been with Mark Schlereth and Mike Evans, but doing those random voices and 
be like, can you do like a lunch lady voice or whatever voice? And I can't remember what I did for the lunch lady voice, but it was it was probably similar to like Mambadop. Be like, hi, hello, how are you? No, that's not even a that's not a lunch lady voice. I don't know what the fuck that. Oh, Von Cougar, remember Von Cougar guys? She was like this, like uh, a cougar, like a a very adult woman who is just brain on young single men and looking to bang. And she'd always be like, hi, guys, I'm Von Cougar. I want to tear you apart, starting from the waist up, stuff like that. You know, it was just, I don't even remember how we even started that i think i want to say scott hastings mispronounced vancouver and accidentally said von cougar and then he just spun that into something to the effect of von cougar isn't that like uh you know somebody blah 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 and then we just did that on the fly all these characters that i ever did came up on the fly which was always fun and that made it funnier and any time that i fucked it up if if the other hosts involved were too serious and be like, oh, you screwed it up. No, it was always funny. It made it funnier if if they started laughing, if I started laughing, and they kept going, and just just be like, hold on, just I'll, I'll get the voice back. Hold on, because there'd be times where I'd be doing a voice and and I would fuck it up, and then I would either lose the voice and start doing a different voice, and it just made it funnier. You know, sometimes when you fuck things up, it's better to just keep going, and it just makes it hilarious. So we do. I used to love that. I'll, I'll tell you a quick story of a time that I did a voice, and then it got ruined by the host. I was at Broncos training camp. Mike Evans was the main host, and I don't recall who the co-host was. It was probably a fill-in. But Mike was just like, hey, do do let's do a, a Cowboy to Huff or something like that, uh, reacting to Broncos camp so far. And I do it. I'm doing it. And I'm tossing up things for him to react to. But he's not listening. He's not paying attention. He's typing on his computer, probably looking for food, looking up recipes, like, oh, things to cook with lard. <laughs> anyway, so he wasn't paying attention. Then I'm I'm sitting there and I'm waiting for him to react. And he looks at me and he's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh my God. I am just out here flapping in the wind all by myself. Nothing. It was it was like the most awkward moment for me. I was just like, are you fucking serious? If if you don't play well with the jokes, it ruins the jokes. And then I'm I'm sitting out there like an asshole. And that, that shit used to piss me off. So there was a point in time where I was like, I don't like to do character voices anymore because if you guys don't fuck it up, it's good. But the problem is, is like the times that where people would just fuck it up and not interact well, oh, that I fucking hated that shit. It happened way too much. And that's where like whenever I would work with somebody like Hastings or Mark Schlereth who really knew how to play and understood that like, the comedy and fucking things up was was always was always hilarious. Oh, I used to do Paxton the pirate. Be like, yeah, I be Paxton the pirate. I'll be throwing the football a hundred yards, and he'll be touching the sun. It will. 
And as it re-enters the atmosphere, it will be a blaze of glory. And it will touch the hands of the receiver. And we shall win the game. Yar, I be Paxton Lynch. And I work at Long John Silver's. It's just stupid stuff. Because he looks exactly like a pirate, Paxton Lynch. That's why we did that. I guess they still do the smear campaign on Schlereth and Evans in the morning where they smear Paxton Lynch on a on a daily basis. I guess it's funny still. I don't know. Hey, between us girls, I have not listened to the radio station, 104.3 The Fan, for more than five minutes since I left back in April. I just don't have any interest in hearing the same shit over and over again. So, and I know that sounds like a dig at them, and it is, <laughs> but, and that's fine. You, you know what you're getting when you tune into 104.3 The Fame. You know you're going to get Broncos talk, and it's going to be good Broncos talk because they got a lot of guys on there that know what the fuck they're talking about. They do. I just feel like you can hear that on Monday and then tune in on Friday. The shit in between is just, it's, it's hard for me to, I don't know. I I have a hard time with it. It's just like, ugh, makes my skin crawl. I appreciate everybody there. They're very talented individuals. But there are, are a lot of other things to talk about. Like, you know, the dark forest theory. Fuck, guys, there's, there's, there's aliens hunting us right now. Or maybe we're hunting them. Space Force. Space Force. <laughs> hey, we laugh. Space Force. People laugh at it. Hey, you never know. Maybe that's why. People are like, fuck, dude. They're Dark Forest Theory. We know they're stalking us. Let's stalk them back. Boom. Anyway, let's get some guns with lasers on it, okay? All right, let's put a bow on this thing, please, desperately. Uh, if you go outside and uh, it's icy out there, try not to do the splits. I'm worried that I'm going to wake up tomorrow and my crotch is going to hurt. The growing muscles, right, from doing the splits. Oh, oh. Hey, FYI, don't spray expanding foam down your your urethra. Your, your urethra. I can't say that. But, hey, you know what I'm talking don't spray expanding foam down your pee hole. How about that? Don't do it. Just another example of things that you shouldn't do. That's a bad idea. Who knew? Who knew? God, guys. If you guys could, uh, I, here's what's annoying. Like, what if it doesn't say that on the can and then they could sue him? Be like, you didn't say I couldn't put this down my pee hole. Come on. Also, if you get covid uh, you could get COVID dick. And that's a real thing. Just ask the urologist, Ashley Winter, Dr. Ashley Winter, who said COVID dick is a real thing. But hey, if you don't want to wear a mask, enjoy that. <laughs> enjoy, <laughs> enjoy your COVID dick. Possibly, possibly, potentially. Uh, and dark forest theory. I feel like out of all the like alien theories out there, that that's like very legit. Like, I could totally see that happen. Whether they attack us or we just attack them. Like, who's going to attack first? It's like a, a, a showdown at the OK Corral. You're, who pulls the trigger first? And I know us here on, 
on planet Earth, we got itchy tri trigger fingers. Okay? Don't think that's going to last very long if there's any sort of peace between us. No. Oh, and uh, Asher, you're welcome for doing Rich Russian Billionaire, bro. Keep listening. Thank you guys so much for all tuning in. I, I truly appreciate it. I, I, I haven't I don't think I recapped December or not, but numbers are huge. And and I totally am humbled by you guys. It, it's so so cool. So cool to to get the feedback from you guys and how people are just like, I love it. You're you just make me smile. Things are too serious. I love it. Thanks for speaking the truth about like say the Denver Broncos or whatever. Life's serious. Let's try to, you know, just laugh about it. Life sucks sometimes. I get it. But that's why I'm talking about, like, the dark forest theory. That's kind of scary, but we at least laugh about it. Ha, 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 ha. We're all going to die. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, whether it's on the audio form or if you want to do it on YouTube, go ahead and search DeHuff on Censored. Then if you're able... Go ahead and share it with your friends. Thank you so much to Blake Street Tavern. They're at 23rd and Blake in downtown Denver, and they knock it out of the park every single time you go in there. Amazing food. Love it. An amazing atmosphere. Also, Total Beverage, I love you guys. You always have an amazing selection, and the people working there are always top-notch. It's Total Beverage. Go to TotalBev.com and see what they can offer you. Total Beverage, everything you need and more. It's to Huff Uncensored. Let's... Stay positive, keep a smile on your face, don't take life so seriously, and let's keep moving forward.